Welcome to the Buddha's Wisdom Podcast. In this second series of the Buddha's Wisdom Podcast, we are going through the Majjhima Nikaya, the Middle Discourses of the Buddha. This episode is the 15th Sutta of the Majjhima Nikaya, the Anumana Sutta, which translates as Measuring Up. In this teaching, Venerable Moggallana raises the topic of admonishment, without which healthy community is not possible. He lists a number of qualities that will encourage others to think it worthwhile to admonish you in a constructive way. This translation of the Anumana Sutra is by Bhikkhu Sajato and can be found on Sutta Central. This and other useful links can be found in the show notes to this episode. Yanumana Sutta, Measuring Up So I have heard, at one time Venerable Mahamogalana was staying in the land of the buggers on Crocodile Hill, in the deer park at Besikala's wood. There Venerable Mahamogalana addressed the mendicants, Reverence, mendicants! Reverend, they replied. Venerable Mahamogalana said this, Suppose a mendicant invites other mendicants to admonish them, but they're hard to admonish, having qualities that make them hard to admonish. They're impatient and don't take instruction respectfully. So their spiritual companions don't think it's worth advising and instructing them, and that person doesn't gain their trust. And what are the qualities that make them hard to admonish? Firstly, A mendicant has corrupt wishes, having fallen under the sway of corrupt wishes. This is a quality that makes them difficult to admonish. Furthermore, a mendicant glorifies themselves and puts others down. They are irritable, overcome by anger. They are irritable and hostile due to anger. They are irritable and stubborn due to anger. They're irritable and blurt out words bordering on anger. When accused, they object to the accuser. When accused, they rebuke the accuser. When accused, they retort to the accuser. When accused, they dodge the issue, distract the discussion with irrelevant points and display annoyance, hate and bitterness. When accused, they are unable to account for their evidence. They are offensive and contemptuous. They are jealous and stingy. They are devious and deceitful. They are obstinate and vain. Furthermore, a mendicant is attached to their own views, holding them tight and refusing to let go, This too is a quality that makes them difficult to admonish. These are the qualities that make them hard to admonish. Suppose a mendicant doesn't invite other mendicants to admonish them, but they're easy to admonish, having qualities that make them easy to admonish. They're accepting and take instruction respectfully. So their spiritual companions think it's worth advising and instructing them, and that person gains their trust. And what are the qualities that make them easy to admonish? 
Firstly, a mendicant doesn't have corrupt wishes. Furthermore, a mendicant isn't attached to their own views, not holding them tight, but letting them go easily. These are the qualities that make them easy to admonish. In such a case, a mendicant should measure themselves against another like this. This person has corrupt wishes, having fallen under the sway of corrupt wishes, and I don't like or approve of that person. And if I were to fall under the sway of corrupt wishes, others wouldn't like or approve of me. A mendicant who knows this should give rise to the thought, I will not fall under the sway of corrupt wishes. This person is attached to their own views, holding them tight and refusing to let go, and I don't like or approve of this person. And if I were to be attached to my own views, holding them tight and refusing to let go, others wouldn't like or approve of me. A mendicant who knows this should give rise to the thought, I will not be attached to my own views, holding them tight, but will let them go easily. In such a case, a mendicant should check themselves like this. Do I have corrupt wishes? Have I fallen under the sway of corrupt wishes? Suppose that, upon checking, a mendicant knows that they have fallen under the sway of corrupt wishes. Then they should make an effort to give up those bad, unskillful qualities. But suppose that, upon checking, a mendicant knows that they haven't fallen under the sway of corrupt wishes, then they should meditate with rapture and joy, training day and night in skillful qualities. Suppose that, upon checking, a mendicant knows that they are attached to their own views, holding them tight and refusing to let go. Then they should make an effort to give up those bad, unskillful qualities. Suppose that, upon checking, a mendicant knows that they are not attached to their own views, holding them tight, but easily letting them go. Then they should meditate with rapture and joy, training day and night in skillful qualities. Suppose that, upon checking, a mendicant sees that they haven't given up all these bad, unskillful qualities. Then they should make an effort to give them all up. But suppose that, upon checking, a mendicant sees that they have given up all these bad, unskillful qualities. Then they should meditate with rapture and joy, training day and night in skillful qualities. Suppose there was a woman or man who was young, youthful and fond of adornments, and they check their own reflection in a clean, bright mirror or a clear bowl of water. If they see any dirt or blemish there, they'd try to remove it. But if they don't see any dirt or blemish there, they're happy, thinking, how fortunate that I'm clean. In the same way, suppose that, upon checking, a mendicant sees that they haven't given up all these bad, unskillful qualities. Then they should make an effort to give them all up. But suppose that, upon checking, a mendicant sees that they have given up all these bad, unskillful qualities. Then they should meditate with rapture and joy, training day and night in skillful qualities. This is what Venerable Maha Moggallana said. Satisfied, the mendicants were happy with what Venerable Maha Moggallana said. This ends the Anumana Sutta. 
If you've enjoyed listening to the Buddha's Wisdom podcast, please subscribe via your favorite podcast player for easy access to future episodes. And share this podcast with friends and family who may benefit from these easily accessible teachings. If you'd like to find out more about the Buddha's Wisdom podcast, you can go to the everydaydharma.net website. And if you'd like to support this free distribution Dharma project by making a one-off or recurring donation, follow the ko-fi.com link in the show notes below. Thank you for listening. May you all find happiness and peace. Thank you.